You're listening to The Seduce Podcast with Cass and Kat, where we love to talk about life and experiences that inspire your higher self. Well, there's a bit of a buzz around our session today, isn't there, Cass? <laughs> there's always a buzz. Like <laughs> In just under two weeks, we've got our first event. I know. I'm so excited. This is going to be amazing for you guys that haven't bought a ticket, if there are any available. <laughs> I know. If we've got any left, we might do a little bit of a release maybe as it yeah, gets closer. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, we're going to be at Your Boo Charlie's Cafe. Yep. Live Q&A. Mm-hmm. If you're following us on Instagram, Instagram, be sure to answer the questions. We're going to put question box up on our stories in the lead up to the event, but it's a real chance to answer your questions, talk about everything we kind of normally talk about. Yes. Which will be amazing. It will be. Love, life, loss. Oh, loss. (laughs) That's a bit deep. Hopefully not loss. Maybe soul. Yeah, 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 that one. Sorry. (laughs) Am I going through something right now? (laughs) You know what? The best part will just be like meeting everyone and seeing the people that we already know support us and love us. So that'll just be the exciting part to to chat live and and have an audience. It'll be fun. It'll be so nice. I'm very excited about that. So 23rd of April, everyone put it in your calendar Mm -hmm. and join us. We'd love to meet you. 10 o'clock. Get a free Charlie. A free Charlie? Oh, sorry, a free. <laughs> you will not have a free Charlie. You will not. Does Charlie know about this? <laughs> Being pimped out? <laughs> you, will, you will have a free coffee by Charlie. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Don't even try it, ladies. <laughs> oh, no, it'll be great. We are very much looking forward to it. But for today's episode, yes, let's take it back a little bit. Mm. So I wanted to discuss a topic which I believe almost everyone listening, almost everyone listening, mm-hmm. would have experienced at least once in their life. Oh, death? Are you ready? No. <laughs> what is with you and loss today? <laughs> you know what? It is, it is a loss, actually, this topic. Mm-hmm. It does involve loss. So you're actually on the right track. You ah, must be vibing there, Cass. Thank you. Mm. Mm, maybe intuitively I I know. I know what's <laughs> up. So I want to talk about overcoming breakups. Oh, that's huge. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. So I was having a chat with a friend during the week about this topic and mm. it got me thinking about the stages of a breakup, like mm-hmm. what we actually feel and go through once a relationship ends. Yep. So in this instance, it was more talking about like a romantic relationship. Yeah. But I think this can be applied to any sort of relationship, even if it's a friendship. So anyway, I came across this thing that said there's five stages to a breakup. Oh. Mm. I know. Oh. Okay. They've like made it official. Don't they have stages for everything these days? I think days? they do. <laughs> denial. <laughs> grief. I know. No, they do. Wow. Oh, actually, denial is the first stage of a breakup. Oh, okay. There you go. Again, vibing <laughs> well with me today, guys. This <laughs> is <you>. working beautifully. <laughs> so anyway, so I'll get into it, right? So five stages of a breakup. The first thing is denial. Yeah. And they describe it as your brain's automatic response to unwanted news. So you mm. want to deny the fact that it's even happening. And denial gives your heart time to adjust to the new situation. Mm, of not having that person there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you ever experienced denial in a breakup, Cass? <laughs> Have I ever experienced denial? Yeah, absolutely, actually. I think your brain goes through something when it happens. So, e.g., you know, I've had unfaithful partners mm-hmm. and and let's just go with the fact that some partners have betrayed my trust. Mm-hmm. So. 
in that sense, when you find out, because I'm like cut ties, I bring it up with you, but this is the end. Mm. And this is why, because I found out this. I believe your brain goes through something once you've booted them out of your apartment that goes, maybe tomorrow I'll just wake up and there'll be a whole story as to why he did this Mm -hmm. and maybe it's not as bad as it seems right now. Mm -hmm. Maybe there's a whole story as to why his dick was in someone else. (laughs) Maybe he fell. Maybe there's a whole story behind this. Yeah, fell and landed. (laughs) Maybe there's a whole thing behind this, you know. And I would consider that denial, Mm -hmm. right? Is that denial? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So have you ever gone through this denial? No. Oh. Yeah, I'm leaving me stranded. I'm out on the pier alone. (laughs) Cold-hearted bitch over here. (laughs) No, no, but you know what? My past relationships haven't ended because of anything where I've been betrayed or anything like that. I think one of them was me instigating the breakup. So I think at that point I was I already knew what I wanted and it wasn't that. So there was no denial. It was more just affirming that this is what I need and I need to move forward now. And then another relationship was, I I guess you'd say he ended it, but I was kind of hoping he'd end it anyway. So again, in that same position of this is finished and I just need to move on. So there was no denial as such on my part, I would say. That's good. Yeah. Hmm. I'd I'd probably say that yeah, all my relationships vary, but there's definitely been a, but not denial to the sense of, no, I want them back. I'm in denial that this hasn't ended. You know how some people are literally in denial, like this isn't over. That has never been the case. Mm. It's always been like, yeah, I know this is over, but maybe this is just, maybe something is going to resolve itself. Even though I was always the one to pull the pin for varied reasons. Mm. And, you know, when we look at the unfaithful ones, they were always later in life. Sure. My first yeah. my first two boyfriends were absolutely brilliant. Mm. Like it was just purely an age thing for me. They were absolutely – they treated me like gold. They just were the great. wrong time. It was just wrong timing. Mm. But the other ones, it's not like I wanted to get back with them. No, but maybe the denial more so came from a point of – You're not believing the story here, the reason for the breakup. You're not, you know, you have to actually come to terms with that and that's what you're denying. Yeah, exactly. The actual, you know, cheating part. Yeah, because at the end of the day it's a whole lot of pain and you're like, oh, this hurts, I don't want to go through this. Maybe maybe this is just a bad, you know, Mm. maybe he did just fall and maybe maybe there's a whole story behind (laughs) Maybe just the woman's legs just opened up, but it's just perfect timing. <laughs> Divine timing. Also, that was the reason you fell. Okay, it's all good. We're okay. Okay. But, you know, after denial, right, the second stage of overcoming a breakup is anger. Mm. Did you go through an angry stage, Cass? Yeah, yes. I would say with, I'm trying to think now, with one or two of them, mm-hmm. and once again, it would have been like the ones that betray my trust. Mm. There was definitely, but it was it was very much warranted mm-hmm. that anger, but it was directed to them. Yep, so okay. in these five stages, does it say that the anger is within ourselves, or is it just anger in general? It's just anger in general. Okay, mm. so yeah, I remember having a having a phone call conversation with one of them afterwards, and I was very 
angry in that situation. And it was brief and it was like, it was basically me just going, lose my number. Don't ever call me again. Yeah. See you later. Like just an anger. Like why was I with this person? Mm. Why did I not see the red flags? Why did I allow this behavior? So there was a bit of anger towards him, obviously, but also anger in myself, like as if like, Mm. as if I allowed this just, Mm. yeah. So part, Part of it was aimed at him, part towards myself. I mean, technically I should have taken full responsibility for that because we make our decisions mm-hmm. as to who we are with, stay with. Obviously there are unforeseen circumstances, like you can't help if someone betrays your trust. Of course, yeah. But, yeah, so, yeah, anger, it's real. I didn't punch anyone. <laughs> I didn't hit good. him. I started, I did start. Careful what you say. <laughs> It's here forever. <laughs> I did throw his clothes. <laughs> I bust the windows out your car. No, I didn't do that. Was it like over a balcony? Was it like really dramatic <laughs> no. like that? No, it wasn't. <laughs> I did. What I did was I just started because I wanted him out of my apartment as quickly as I could. Mm-hmm. You know, I think in that kind of situation, you just as well want as much distance as you can get. Mm. And I grabbed his stuff, which was in one of the rooms, and just started throwing it towards the door. Like yeah, that's right. where you got to be. Take your crap and leave. So hold on, yeah. hold on. I just like a slight backstory here. I just want a bit of a backstory. <laughs> so you've just found out in the moment that he's cheated. Is that at this point um, that you're throwing clothes? I apologise, not cheated, just betrayed my trust. Okay. Like, so he was lying to me. He'd okay. been lying to me. Oh, and, oh. yeah, and oh, so, so in that moment, so you've caught him out on a lie. Yep. And the and clothes are out. I called him out from the other room and he came <laughs> in. You summoned him. <laughs> yep. And I was just like, <laughs> I cannot believe I introduced you to my family. I can't believe I gave you my time. And Good for you. All the <laughs> And I just, as I'm saying all this, I'm grabbing his clothes and just chucking him. And he was still dazed and confused as to what was happening. And he's like, I thought I was coming in for a kiss or something really nice. (laughs) And I was like, you are out the door. Mm. Yeah. So, and it's really really funny because it was about midnight and, you know, he, and this may have been, this may or may not have been the ex that came back. So then I actually heard the story aftermath. Okay. And apparently he went down to the ground level of the apartment. With all his clothes. Like no, there, there, there was another man that had been kicked out of his apartment that night. At the same time. <laughs> oh, no. And so they were kind of like, well, what are you doing here? Like they kind of looked at each other in acknowledgement that they both, you know, were in the doghouse. Oh, <laughs> yes, I have no idea. But, yeah, that's that's essentially the story, oh, the backstory to to that. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, that is funny. Yeah. But, you know, anger, my anger I think came with one of the relationships. I felt that feeling of anger but more inwards. Yeah, I was just frustrated with myself mm-hmm. that I even began that relationship. You know when you have yeah. those relationships where you're just like while you're in it, you know that it's not right for you but you still hang around? Mm. And I think that yeah, there was definitely a, a lot of things I had to work through there where I was like, why did I, you know, one, waste my time. Yeah, Two, why like did I lower my standard? Yeah. You know, why, why did I just accept what I consider 
B grade. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> why did I do that? So there was a lot of like that was my anger. Yeah. But then, interestingly enough, from another point of view, I was on the receiving end of someone's anger. So obviously, Ugh. first relationship breakup, I Ew. instigated it. Not in a not in a terrible way. I just mean so I've ended the relationship. I did it in person, and I was at home at the time, so I was younger. So we're talking like probably like nineteen maybe yeah. 20. Mm-hmm. Um, he'd come around. I was living with my parents at that point. Mm-hmm. I ended it to his face because I felt that that was important to do it that way. I'm not one for texting and ending breakups, things like that. So I wanted to do it, say it all to his face. And in that moment, obviously there's shock from him. He did not see it coming. And in that moment, he was just like, no, like this can't be what you want. And I was very denial. Right. And I was very, you know, me, this is exactly what I need. And I I can't do this anymore. So he left quite in shock, I would say. And me being me, I was like, oh, there's definitely something coming. There's no way he's just going to accept it for what it is. So about literally five minutes after he left, I get a phone call and he's angry on the phone, right? I'm coming back. Are you still at home? I'm coming back. And I was like, there's absolutely no way you can come back here. There's no way you can come back here. Because in my head, I was like, I'm home by myself. And I know this man, he's not a violent man, right? I've known him for many years, clearly dating him. But there was just a part of me, you know, when you can tell in someone's tone that they flipped a switch. Oh, absolutely. This is how murders happen. It's full anger, right? (laughs) So for me, I sensed that straight away and I thought I felt bad shutting him out that way, Mm. but I felt I had to do it like from a- Intuitively, yeah. Yeah, like I just knew this will not go well. And so just having to rebound that anger back and going, you know what, this is a you problem Mm. that you're going to have to- deal with in your time it can't be in my space because yeah. I'm not you know I just didn't allow it that's blatantly great. didn't allow it yeah. but it's interesting because everyone deals with their anger so differently mm, it's you know? very true you know there's no right or wrong I mean these are just your emotions and your feelings and when you're put in a situation especially when you know this poor guy was blindsided he really did not see it coming yeah. so I could imagine yeah it's brutal isn't it that is hard well, that is hard. When you're but dating when you're, an air sign, these yeah, are the things you've got to deal yeah, with. Kind of. <laughs> but like, oh, God. Oh, like, God, didn't need to hear that. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? I can't remember. Continue. <laughs> you scared me with the whole air sign thing. Oh, that's right. Charlie's an air sign. He is. He? No, you're good. <laughs> you're good. You've got a well-established air sign. I do. There. He's fine. I do, yeah. He's all good. We've all He's grown up a lot, grounded, so it's yeah. all good. Absolutely. So I mean, we can't say the same about his exes. They were probably blindsided. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) That's why I say, ladies, wait till you've got a ring on it. I'm telling you. Just wait. Exactly. So, yeah, denial, anger. The third step to overcoming a breakup, bargaining. So in the bargaining phase, you will try to restore your relationship or perhaps rebuild it as a friendship. Thoughts, Cass? No, I've never done that. Never? Hell no. But I've been on the receiving end of that. Okay. When an ex and, you know, we were just kids. Ooh, actually, I've been on the receiving end of that a lot of times. Oh, I used to play to my very first boyfriend, a beautiful, beautiful man, beautiful mm. guy. I was just too young. Mm. I just didn't want a relationship. I never did. Mm. And then it's one of those things that you fall for them because they're your friend mm-hmm. and then you're still like, but I'm too young. I don't want this yet. Yeah. And 
what I would do is I would try to break up with him and then he would cry. Please no, please no, we're so good together. I know. So I would hear this and my little heart would shudder and I'd be like, no, 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 it's okay, we'll stay together. So I was bargained into (laughs) continuing the relationship. Out of guilt? Out of guilt. And so then I used to subtly play Usher's Burn the song. The song, <laughs> you know, and if no one has heard that, it's got lyrics saying, deep down you know it's best for yourself. <laughs> well, how does it go? You're doing well. <laughs> Had the thought of me being with someone else, but you know that it's over. Anyway, it's just you, for so your So you play that song yeah. to him. Yeah, so I would, if it was on the radio because it was big at the time, I would put it up because it was like a basically a breakup song. And he, I remember this one day he turns to me and he says, I know why you're playing that. <laughs> I'm like, it's like, well, you cry every time I try to break up with you. I'm trying to soften the blow because it's going to happen again. And I honestly, I would have tried a handful of times oh gosh. until I just, yeah, until I just reached the point where I was like, I can't be talked back into this. And yeah. the the day I, the night I did it, it was very, it was kind of like not to his face. I walked off when we were out and then I went and literally left his jacket at his door at his house. I drove off and I was like, that's it. That's my breakup. That's final. I'm done. And then I've had, you know, another boyfriend, you know, not deal with the breakup great and just send me messages on why everything was so good between us and Mm. then send like cute pictures that I liked of him. He'd send them to me like as if that would spark my attraction again. Oh, yeah. Oh, dear. oh, and you know, like, <laughs> I'm sure because that was so many years ago, imagine like it's so cringeworthy now. <laughs> oh, gosh, I hope they're not listening. Any of these guys, I'd be like, well, I can't believe my team. <laughs> I know, I know. And they're, and they're, like I said, they're beautiful guys. Those, those ones were beautiful. Oh, you know what? Being young and in love, you do things yeah. so differently. Oh, you do. So That's differently. That's true. But I just, I don't know. I just, I don't think I ever did any. I mean, if I don't say so myself, I don't think I did anything cringy. I don't remember doing anything cringy. They might say otherwise. Well, you didn't but bargain with anyone. I didn't. So. No. So did you bargain with anyone? Never. Oh. Never. No, but again, because the relationships ended because I wanted them to end. So for me to bargain, and I'm not, you know me, I don't like Mm. when it's done, it's done. There's no point of a friendship. Has anyone bargained with you? Oh, yeah. But, you know, (laughs) if I think about prior to the, because I'm just talking about like the real long-term relationships I've had. Obviously there's been other things as well Mm. when you're younger, like in between. So there was probably a lot of bargaining back then that I've just forgotten about. Okay, yeah. You know, it's been so many years where it's like, I think it's just natural if someone doesn't want the relationship to end, they're going to push Mm. for you to come back or, you know. To, they'll try a bit harder and say they're going to change. And oh, absolutely, you know, that's true. We've actually. all heard that. Yeah, we have. You yeah. know, but does ladies? <laughs> it never does change. No, he's lying, sis. Oh my gosh, it's true. Yeah. After the bargaining stage, cast they talk about depression. Oh, stage four. Okay. Okay. Of overcoming yep, a breakup. Yep. Depression. So it's normal to be sad. At this point, you're grieving. You have to come to terms with the fact that the situation's not going to change. It is what it is. This relationship has ended. And that does bring out a sadness in you. And if I'm being fair, I've sounded brutal in this whole ride through, but I definitely felt sad. 
cat. Brutal? You didn't play Bert, Usher's band. That is just, you know what? Yeah, I was not brutal. (laughs) I take all that back. That was vicious what you did. (laughs) Okay, what's the next stage? (laughs) No, but the depression side of it, like the sadness is real because you're mourning something that was your life. You know what I mean, Oh, absolutely. Even if it ended badly, even if it ended in my way, like I wanted it to end, Mm. still sad. It's very true. This person becomes your best friend essentially. You would would think so. Yeah. If it's half-decent relationship Mm. and you see this person all the time, you connect to that person. Definitely. So, yeah, there is absolutely that level of sadness when that person is no longer there. And I think a lot of the sadness also casts internal sadness comes from the fact that life as you know it is changing Mm. and it's that scared of the unknown scared of the next step Mm. sad to end something that was at one point in your life good for you it was a decision that you made to be with that person so when you're harboring those sad thoughts it also comes from a place of well it's about to be a whole identity shift for Mm. yourself so you're it's almost like you're killing off the old version of you with him or her and then stepping into a new beginning, a new life, you know? So it's it's like, it's essentially grief, isn't it? It's grief, yeah. Mm-hmm. I can relate. I remember one of the harder breakups I had. And like I've said before, you know, I was the one to pull the trigger on, and we've spoken about this in past episodes, but I was the one to pull the trigger on these things. Yeah. And But sometimes I didn't want to. Like if there was betrayal involved, I didn't want to do it, but no. these are my standards. Yeah. You've, you've misstepped, so see you later. I can't do anything about that now because yeah. I'm not forgive and forget. Mm. Or am I? No, I'm not. Forget. Are you any of them, even forgive on its own or forget on its own? No, I'm both of them. You're both? Hmm. Are you sure? I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> so I would pull the pin on these things mm-hmm. and – One of them was quite a hard breakup to the point and it's just that feeling of, you know, you know after a breakup you're crying, you're sleeping, Mm. you wake up and you remember you're not dreaming, this is for real, Mm. the breakup has happened. And you could take it a step further that in one of those I started getting short of breath. Mm. So in one of those breakups, I actually started feeling feelings I hadn't felt before of anxiousness. I was going to say depression and anxiety, it's like they're very linked, Mm. aren't they? And to be honest, it took my best friend saying to me, because I said to her, I don't know what's happening lately. I'm really short of breath. And that's how I was saying it to her. I was like, Mm. I just don't know what's going on. She goes, babe, that's anxiety. You're just, Mm. and I was just like, oh, okay, wow. So it was the thoughts looping in my head about what was happening and me not being able to step forward quick enough Mm. and I know healing takes its time but I was I went through a stage where it was extremely extremely hard Mm. and very sad because now I wouldn't say killing off a part of myself because I'm always independent and it's all you know but it's definitely that grief of losing something that I thought was going to be there Mm. Mm -hmm. and Also, I think for me, the sadness comes in the fact that I trusted someone, you know, I trusted, like in this situation, I trusted someone that trust was betrayed Mm. and you're left feeling a bit shit. Mm. Sad. Sad. Disappointed. Disappointed. Mm. All those things. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So how about you? Mm (laughs) Yeah, no, definitely. I've definitely felt sadness for all of it. But I guess for me as well, I think it's more, I believe that grief is, obviously it's natural 
you're going to have these feelings and these thoughts. But my view on it is a little bit different because, yes, you can grieve the fact that you've lost the person, but the grief, every feeling you have is internal, right? Every mm. feeling comes from in you. Mm. doesn't come from another person. We We have this false sense of belief that if you say something mean to me, you've hurt my feelings. No. Mm-mm. Because you could say something mean to me and it just bounces right off of me. And other times I choose to take that on board and now it's upset me. Mm. Right. So I'm a real big believer that depression, anxiety, it's an inside job. Oh, it yeah. starts from within. So no matter what someone else, you know, does to you, it's how you react that's important. Mm. But I feel that with loss and with grief, Grief is an interesting one because, yes, you're losing that person, but how you choose to grieve is dependent on the person that you are and the trajectory in which you see yourself going. Mm-hmm, so absolutely. if you can see a future for yourself, the grief and depression is short-lived. If you don't see a future, if you find it hard to see beyond the now and and your identity is wrapped up in this person mm-hmm. and you don't know mm-hmm. how you'll be without him or her, then that depression and that anxiety will last a lifetime. They'll become part of you. If you allow yeah. it, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, it takes a lot to – it's it's like a boundary where you give yourself the outlet to experience the grief and experience sadness and let it all out, but then you have to – once released, you have to move on. Mm. Mm. You just have to. And I guess that leads to this next stage of overcoming a breakup, which is acceptance. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, now we have to, it's the final stage of grief, isn't it? After the sadness passes, after that, that really blue wave has gone by, it's now, okay, I need to pick myself up. Mm. There would be people that don't ever pick themselves up after Mm. something like that. Mm. There would be people that that depression becomes part of their daily mood, becomes part of their characteristics. They go to work and another and a work colleague says, oh, yeah, that's just their attitude. Mm. It becomes their attitude. Mm. So how do we get to the point of acceptance and overcoming? Yeah, that's a tough one. Mm. That is a tough one because through acceptance, that's when you start to like piece together what happened. Mm. So you start to run a bit of a story of, you see the truth of it. Mm. So you're out of denial, you're out of depression and you see it for what it is. Acceptance is like, imagine you've just opened your eyes for the first time and you see things crystal clear where you go, okay, Mm. this is the way life is for now. That didn't work for this reason. You know, I have to understand that these were the paths. Mm. This is the path I'm now on. This is the path he or she is now on. We're no longer together. Mm. It's not a reflection of me. It's not a reflection of them. It's just in that moment and in this moment, we're not meant to be together, you know? And I'm sure, look, Cass, we've all been there. We've all been through clearly breakups. And at the time, sometimes you feel like, I don't know why, like for myself, there was one breakup in particular where I was like, I actually don't know why I'm even breaking up with this guy because he's amazing. I had no real, like, it was just this instinct in me that was like, you're not meant to be here. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I've been there. You know? So it's kind of like sometimes you just have to accept that it's meant to be this way Mm -hmm. because there's something else coming around the corner. Yeah, 100%. You go back to your experiences where you talk about being betrayed or being cheated on and in the moment your your whole world's crashed because it's like that's who I thought I was going to be with. I thought – I was going to stick it out with this guy, possibly marry this guy, have kids with this guy. And now this has happened. At the time, you're not thinking about, you know, you don't know what's better or what's coming, but look at it now, Cass, like you're with Charlie. Mm. 
And it's like all of that was meant to happen. All that hurt, everything was meant to happen that way. Yeah, to get me to where I am. Yes, absolutely. I mean, what's your view on acceptance? It's a process. It's not easy. Mm. Well, you know, once again, like I said, when you pull the pin, I can only relate from my point of view of Of wanting to happen Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because I've never been on the end of being blindsided like your guy was. Mm -hmm. I've been on the end of not wanting it to happen but still going, well, there's no other option. Yeah, there's no Mm -hmm. other option. So acceptance is you go through the grief and you go through the sadness. Mm -hmm. But to me it's been always about doing things to push me to a state of not thinking about it. So Mm -hmm. focusing on work, Mm -hmm. focusing on myself. Yeah. Putting time and energy into family and friends Mm. so that I can, it's a form of accepting it because not that you don't think about it anymore, but you heal from it. Yes. Yeah. And, yeah, and I look back now, at the time when you're dealing with all that hurt, in my head, I'm going, someone better is going to be in my life. Mm. My life, this isn't my life right now, you know. Mm. I've got to get through this hardness to get to, I'll get to the other side. I'll get through it and I'll get to the other side. Mm. And then I look back now on past relationships and like you said, I've got Charlie now. I'm being treated like a queen. I love him. Mm. And it's just like, well, all of that had to happen to get me Everything to where I am. happens for a reason. Yeah. You know, and I think- in amongst that acceptance as well, we also get the opportunity to reflect and learn from mm. mistakes. Yes. That's another thing. You you start to see the signs a bit more. You know, you start to, oh, okay, like you reflect back and you go, oh, yeah, when he said that or when she did this and then you start to, you know, I'm sure there's been a oh. lot of that, you know. Oh, 100%. <laughs> and then you know for you next go, time. We go, what the? <laughs> F was I doing? Yeah. Why? What a waste of time. Mm. I cried over you mm. when over here there was that like, you know, we can't take a crystal ball. No. And go, okay, and as much as we want to, because this is what I feel when we want answers, some people will seek out psychics, yep. tarot readers, that mm-hmm. kind of thing, oracle cards. Mm-hmm. Believe me, I've been there mm. where you want answers, particularly in in the relationship sense for me, because obviously my business, I never needed questions asked about that. As That was all peachy. That was mm-hmm. all going great. So for me, it was more like, what is going to happen? Like if I've just broken up with this guy is like, what is going to happen? Mm. It would be great to have a crystal ball, but we don't. Mm. So I think of some things as like, Cass, you were fine before him. Yep. So picture yourself back as that person. You're going to be fine after. Yes. Yep. You know what I mean? That's a good way to heal through it, definitely. hmm. Life, hey? Mm, Life and love. Yeah, it's like like you can't get upset about losing, not winning the lottery. You never had it. Mm. Mm, That's a good point. You know what I mean? Why would you get upset? Oh, my God, I didn't win. You never had it. Mm. So similar scenario, it's kind of like just take yourself back to before being with them because your path isn't the same anymore. That's right. You were heading one direction and now that direction has to change Mm. because they're no longer there. Mm. Mm. Mm, I like that. It's very true. It's Acceptance is also it's in your willingness to want Mm. to heal as well. Yeah, Okay, so 
some people and sometimes, and I've been there in the past, you, you stay in that depression phase a lot longer than you should mm. because you get comfortable there. And then only when you really look yourself in the eye and just go, why am I being miserable? Mm. Misery over- loves company. Right. But why am I me- being miserable or why am I choosing to bring this sadness internally in me over a relationship that wasn't meant to be? Yeah. Over something that I can't change the outcome. It's now done. You know, in your instance, Cass, especially in your instance, when you're betrayed by someone, you've got your standards, you've got your expectations. They were not met. Mm. Like rules were, you know, broken essentially. So as much as you want that wanted at the time that relationship to continue, it was it it can't. It can't mm. continue. So it's like you have to then, I don't know, you just have to find yourself, like you said go back to who you were before, that's a good way of doing it, but also looking at who do you want to become because now this is the exciting part, right? Yeah, the very exciting part. You know, and I, all those fish in the sea, ladies. Okay, and it brings me to like, you know, what was the best part about a breakup that you've experienced? And I think, you know, for mm. that, what I've just said would be the best part. Like I can now reinvent myself. Yeah, I can be whoever I want because I'm no longer his partner. Yeah. That's done with. Yeah. What's next? Yeah, absolutely. Best part for me would be being able to look back from the position I'm in right now, yep. in this moment, happy, in love, and go, this was so worth it. If that was meant to happen, yep. then this is so worth it. Yeah. And you now know? you know why. And now I know why. Yeah. yeah. Just life's good. Mm. Life's good. That's a question I think even for listeners who have gone through a breakup and maybe have not come out of that depression stage yet or maybe they're, you know, they're dealing with a breakup right now, breakdown of marriage, whatever it looks like to you. If you flip the narrative around and ask yourself, what is the best part about this breakup? Force yourself to go to that side instead of being in the negative because we all know what the sad parts are. We all know the loss and grief that you're feeling. You've felt it for days and weeks and months and years. But what has been the best part about it? Mm -hmm. Because there's always a silver lining in everything, Mm -hmm. always. Even in the saddest and most horrible situations, there will always be a silver lining, you know. So mm. I truly believe that. Mm. Absolutely. Got any more takeaways for everyone? Oh, look. I mean, Mm. I could write a book, I think. Yeah, I think you could too. (laughs) Absolutely. But I think it is really important to put your energy, you've been putting it into someone else Mm. and you just, to overcome this, you put that energy back into yourself. That's right. And you heal through it. Yeah. Yeah. And and sometimes, you know how we talked about going to psychics and, and, you know, looking for answers, seeking for truths through others, almost like trying to validate what's going on and trying to give it some sort of reasoning. I think- if you just focus on inwards things, like focus on the stuff that you can control. Mm-hmm. You don't need anyone else's opinion. You don't need anyone else's validation. You don't need anyone to read your future and that's not going to make you feel better, right? It's yeah. really not. It's just a bit of a mask. It's a bit of a Band-Aid. You're still going to go home and feel the same feelings. So it's about working on you and finding ways to flip the switch and get out of that emotional slum that you're in yeah you know and breathing I find breathing is that's a good one you know when I had those anxious feelings you've got to really take time to 
meditate and breathe and take time to yourself. It's important because it is hard. It is hard. And also I think that reminds me of also just if you invest in you, that means there's less time to be thinking and worrying about the past. Mm. You know? Oh, if someone's going through it, we know it's hard. Oh, it's the worst. It is is the worst. It really is. It's hard on both sides if you're broken up with or you did the breaking up. Mm. It's it's a big shift in your life. Yeah. You know? And some of us are unlucky and we've gone through it numerous times. Yeah. And each time it doesn't get easier because it's always a different experience with a different person and the breakup is for different reasons and you have to go through, you know. But everyone's been there. Everyone. Well, mostly everyone. Mostly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, I've got a few friends who'd be listening that have never experienced it. What? They're still with the person, the first person. Oh, that's crazy. I know. What How a cool joyous place to be. I know. Yeah, How wow. Cool is that? All these heart, years later. Your heart's still intact, no no little scratches and scars and yeah. breaks and fractures. And <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. Pretty impressive. Very cute. Mm. That is nice, actually. Well, today's been great, Cass. It has. Thank you so much for this chat. Mm, it's been really good. Mm. So until next time, guys, see ya. See ya.